Welcome to Wiffle's Press Box Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in the professional world of sports. Enjoy our exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches, insiders, and fans. And now, here's your host, Gary Wiffle. Welcome again to another scintillating Wolfold's Press Box podcast and joining me again today, sitting in the uh, executive chair, Jerry Tapp. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm uh, probably doing a lot better than Mike McCarthy right about now, but you know, it's a tough business. I'll tell you what, everybody thinks they got a tough job. How would you like to be the coach of the Green Bay Packers where everybody, and I mean everybody, watches what you do? Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking this uh, this afternoon. Can you imagine being a politician or anybody in the community? I mean, having that much scrutiny. Scrutiny. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, yeah. Every single decision you make is under the microscope. But you know what? When you do well and the team does well, you're the toast of the town. I lived up in Green Bay for two summers. Yes. And when things are going well, they're going well. They're going well. <laughs> Well, as you might imagine, uh, today's podcast is going to focus solely on the biggest news, not only this week, it might be the biggest news of the whole 2018. I think so. I mean, I can't imagine anything from a Wisconsin perspective. Ooh, I think that was bigger. That's tough. You know, the Brewers, you know. That's true. They got to the play. That's true. That'll be right so that'll there. Be a, that'll that, be up that, there. That's true. Yelich winning the MVP. You, you know what, though? As big as the Brewers are... They're still not the Packers. And I was thinking, like, the Bucks lost over the weekend to the Knicks. Right. And Giannis made some controversial comments after the game, and I thought, man, that's going to you know, be the news. You know, yeah. That's going to be blow up this week. No. It's not even on the radar. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's all about Mike McCarthy. But it will be interesting once they do the end of the season or end of the year, what were the top stories? To the see. Associated Press's poll. Yeah, I mean, especially from Wisconsin. You know, will it be the Brewers' run at the World Series, or will it be McCarthy? I think it'll, it'll, be, it'll close. be really interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you, you make, make a uh, valid point. First of all, i got to ask you. I mean, yes. you, you said this several weeks ago that you fully expected McCarthy to be fired at the end. But did you expect him to be fired now? I did not think that they would do it in season only because of the history of the Packers when they have let coaches go mm. it's always been at the end of the year and that's the case basically for the entire NFL I mean there's only been a few guys right I mean with the pedigrees like McCarthy and exactly nobody can question he's a good coach I mean his yeah. record speaks for itself and I think if it's been reported that you know this is only the second time that the Packers have had a coaching change mid-season the, mm-hmm. the other one was in what 19. 19- 53 when I remember had, it well <laughs> that was a year before I was born but it was uh, if, if I can look at my notes here Gene Ranzani who was so, the yeah. coach for the Packers through the first 10 games and then it's said that he resigned now there are media sources saying that he was fired but I read that he resigned but beside the point is that this is only the second time that they've done or had a coaching change Mid-season. So to answer your question, I thought it would be on the on the, was it Black Monday mm-hmm. after the season ended. So did I. I mean, and as you well know, I'm a big McCarthy supporter. I think he's a really good coach, and yeah. I would be stunned if he didn't have a coaching job going into next season. 
Uh, everybody's speculating, like you did last week, Cleveland yeah. makes all sense in the world, but yeah. he could end up somewhere else. But yeah. the only issue I had, and, and I, even though it was inevitable, I would have let him coach out the string or say, or had gone to him and mm-hmm. said, hey, Mike, this is your call, out of respect for what you did for our organization. Yeah. And said, hey, do you want to coach the rest of the year or do you want to play it out and, yeah. and go from there? But I just didn't like the way the this whole thing parted. I mean, we see Mike McCarthy for what's happened this year, yeah. But we tend to forget what he did during his uh, coaching career in Green Bay. And it's a great point, and, and I'm going to throw some stats out at you. And I agree with you. I think Mike McCarthy was and has been a really top-notch coach. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I started looking at the numbers: 204 games that he's coached in okay. the NFL regular season games. That ranks 33rd on the all-time list. All-time, okay. Won 125 games. That's tied for 27th. That's impressive. When you think of all the coaches in the NFL, 20, you know, top 27. Okay. And he's still young. I mean, he's yeah, got years to go. 55. Yeah. yeah. 618 winning percentage regular season, ranks 29th. And that's based out of 465 NFL coaches that have won at least one game. So in the regular season, that puts him in, you know, in the top 10% of coaches all Upper the time. Upper tier. But you know what? Go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. Uh, do we, this is where the... <laughs> well, no. Answer. Nine years of the, the playoffs tied for 16th all time. For the number of... For play- coaches. Number of... Number of years making the playoffs. Oh, okay. Okay. 16th? Uh, 16th. That's pretty damn good. 18 playoff games tied for 15th all time. Hmm. And playoff wins tied for tenth. Wow! I mean, that's pretty darn impressive. That that's the number that stands out in my yeah. mind. Now, of course, four of them came in the year they won the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. But okay. Nevertheless, if you're in the top ten in most wins in a playoff, right? Most playoff wins in the NFL. That's coaches. that's a hell of a stat. Yeah. So I, I think you know the, the the bottom line in this whole thing is based on what you were saying. Did he deserve to finish out the season? based on his record, or was Murphy um, legitimate in his decision to let him go during the season? Murphy's comment that he made in the press conference, I think, was really eye-opening relative to why they let him go. And like he said, you know, we, we lost to a team that had a first-year coach, a first-year quarterback, a team that plays in a dome, playing in our house, and they were a 2-9 record. Right. And, and he said, and we lost to them. That was embarrassing. So was it the was it the thing that pushed McCarthy out the door? I don't know. And, and So in other words, if, if this was Mike Zimmer and they played Buffalo and got blo- their doors blown off earlier this season, mm, you fire Mike Zimmer? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> based on one game? Yeah. I, I'm sure it wasn't based on one game. No, well, yeah. And you know what I'd really like to know? Everybody under the sun is speculating what went on in Green Bay. Yeah. And outside of a, probably a handful of people, maybe some players, they're the only ones that know. Because right. none of us in the media know anything definitive. It's all and pl- speculation. And, pl- and you know what, Gary? You know McCarthy is going to take the high road in this whole thing. No, no So no you're not going to get any dirt on him, uh, from him. Relative to what my no, and, and you know what he showed his class right. in the post game press conference when he said he's going to come back on Monday and represent 
the Packers as well as he could. I, I'm that was before he was holding it. Yes, fight. yes. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he knew that he knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. But, like you said, he took the high road. Yeah. Now, I've always been a big Aaron Rodgers fan, too. Mm-hmm. Have I been critical of Aaron Rodgers? At times. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. He did not go out of his way at any time no. during the season to support his head coach. No, he did not. Not once did he say, you know what, Mike's a damn good coach. Yeah. Look at the record book. Look what we've done. Yeah. I mean, there's only a couple teams. Yeah, they only won one Super Bowl, but I'll right. tell you what, their record over the last 10 years. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Yeah. But Rodgers never made that attempt. On the flip side, uh, McCarthy, on several occasions, supported Rodgers. He could have yeah. threw Rodgers under the bus. Yeah. Because Rodgers isn't having the year he normally has. Right. And you can say that he played a key role in this decision. So right. I really respect McCarthy for the way he went out. And, mm-hmm. Uh, like you, I'd be very, very surprised if he said anything remotely controversial. Yeah, I don't think about will. his uh, time in Green Bay. You know, the other part of it too. I was, if you watched the uh, Sunday night game, and Tony Dungy, they asked him about him being let go, and Tony Dungy was very clear in saying, Mike McCarthy deserved to finish out the season. You don't mm-hmm. fire. It goes back Super to respect. Exactly. exactly. You know. But then the flip side of that is the guy sitting next to Dungy, Rodney Harrison, sitting, you know, something had to be done, he's lost the locker room, or whatever he yeah, said to yeah. that effect, and saying it was the right move. Correct. You, you saw the opposite view. But you know what, again, it's over. It was over before yesterday. The odds of them making the playoffs were right. still very slim, exactly. even if they would have beat the Cardinals, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, again, I would have said, hey, Mike, it's your call, and go from there. It, it obviously wasn't his call oh, to be no. fired. But, you know, the other thing, earlier today I was looking at the uh, Packers' record this season game by game. Do you know how many games they lost or tied by three or fewer points? Well, let's see. Of of the 12 that they've played? Yeah. I'm going to guess eight. Well, they actually had four games in which a field goal or less decided the game, you know, the outcome. If they win those games, and and, uh, and we you know we talked about this last week, the what if game, yeah, they could be eight and four right now. Yeah, I mean there's such a fine line between success and failure. Yeah, in the NFL. Right. And then that doesn't even include the game against Washington, where Mason Crosby, yeah. you know, just imploded. Yeah. And then again yesterday, I mean, we were talking about hey, he's got to make that field goal. Yeah. And I just wonder if we've seen the last of Mason Crosby. You know, we thought that a couple of years ago when he had a really, really bad mm-hmm. season, but he had a, a good comeback season the following year, and he's been a, a decent kicker the last couple of years. So, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It'd be interesting and, to see. And upon further reflection, I know this is going to sound absolutely ludicrous, but it's not the first time I said something that was ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one of Mike McCarthy's better coaching jobs. Ooh, wow. And and I'll tell you why. We, we just talked about the close games yeah. that, that went the other way. But the more I, I reflected on this, think of it, their receiving core was a joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got some talented young rookies, but they're rookies nevertheless. Yeah. You're incorporating a, a new tight end in uh, Graham, who, who was a disappointment. I was really high on that guy coming into yeah, the season. Yeah, I was too. Okay, that's the receiving core. The offensive line was just erratic, and some people might say poor, okay? Yeah. There are two offensive uh, tackles that are banged up, Balaga and Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari's playing on two bad knees. Mm-hmm. 
the Packers don't even have a right guard. I mean, in reality, they have a right guard, but they really don't have a right guard. Yeah. So you're talking about three guys in your offensive line. So when you look at the big picture, the offensive line is average at best, and that's being yeah. charitable, okay? Go to the defensive side. You, you lost Jake Ryan, perhaps your best linebacker. Mm-hmm. You lost Muhammad Wilkerson, your free agent signing. And was he a franchise player? Of course not. But he's, he's capable of starter, mm-hmm. capable of helping your team. And then you go to the secondary, and that was abysmal. Yeah. I mean, the last two, three weeks, there were guys that were making tackles like, okay, who is this guy? And who is this guy? And who is this guy? And speaking of who is this guy, some guy named Eddie Pleasant yesterday might have cost McCarthy his job. Yeah. You remember that? Late yep. in the game. Yep. <laughs> Rosen throws the ball right at him. I yep. mean, like a grade school kid. Yep. You catch it much less an NFL defensive back. Yeah. And the guy drops it. Right. And I'm thinking that it was so indicative of the Packers season. It, yeah. it seemed like nothing went their way. But what if he intercepts that pass? Mm-hmm. Packers get a field goal at worst out of it. What if Crosby makes the field goal at the end of the game? Are we doing this podcast no. on the firing of Mike McCarthy? No, it just um, it would have prolonged things. We probably would be having this discussion the first week in January or yes, it, but Monday, I mean, Monday after the last game of the season. And, and I totally agree with you. But what if, again, going back to what if they ran the table, <clears throat> the toughest point on their schedule is the Bears, right. who are definitely beatable. They're, there's nothing special about the Bears. Yeah. They're, they're having a great season, but yeah. nothing special about them. But playing devil's advocate, what if they did run the table, got into the playoffs? How do you fire McCarthy then? Yeah. It would have been tough. I mean, it, had they made the playoffs by with a nine six and one record, yeah, would, yeah it would have been tough. Yeah, it would have been tough to, to get rid of it. Yeah, but you know what? The other thirty one NFL teams or fan bases would say to what you just said. Mm-hmm. They'll go, "That's the NFL. You got to deal with the injuries. You got to deal with the no the question, the no ball question bounces. So, you know, for every year that that the Packers have had to deal with this." This is one of the rare seasons, maybe the last two that we've had, that the Packer fan base has really had to struggle in terms of finding something of value to the season. But all the, look at all the other um, you know teams in the franchises. Buffalo has, hasn't made the playoffs in how many years? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I get it and I, I I understand your point. But again, that it is what it is. You know, what do they make of the end of this? Uh, Mark, Mark Murphy's on the hot seat. That, there isn't any doubt. He's got to hit a home run with this coach. But you know who else is on the hot seat, Gary? Who's that? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I totally agree with that as well. You no know, question. Because of the fact that, okay, now that McCarthy is gone, if Rodgers really, lead, let's say he leads them to three or four victories in the last four games mm-hmm. and plays outstanding, then people are going to go, see, see. But what if he goes 0-4 or 1-3 mm-hmm. and doesn't play well? Now, he's gonna get wrapped, oh, no matter what. He's gonna get well. Yeah. He's gonna get sliced and diced. He, he, he's a central he won, he figure in this whole story. If he goes story. three and one or four and all and plays well, yeah. then people are gonna go, okay, yeah, McCarthy was the problem. We're not gonna blame Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and I'm not here to blame Aaron Rodgers either. But as I stated earlier, I have been his number one supporter basically throughout his career. However. In the last three weeks, 
with the game on the line. In each game, New England, the Rams, and yesterday, he had a chance to lead the Packers to victory, and he came up miserably short. In each of the final drives of those three games, he threw at least one horrendous pass. And it's like, okay, is this Aaron Rodgers, yeah. the Hall of Fame and waiting quarterback, right. or is this a high school kid out there? Yeah. And even yesterday, I don't remember, on the last play before the field goal, uh, Randall Cobb ran a slant pattern, yeah. which, which I'll tell you what, they missed him dearly. I'm not a big Randall uh, Cobb fan. Yeah. But they had nobody to replace him. Somebody to go over the middle and, right. and, and make those tough, you know, yeah. slanting passes yeah. or curl passes patterns. Rogers for inexplicably did not deliver. Yeah. If he delivers in in two of those games, again we're talking about something else. But uh, that pass to Cobb, Cobb is wide open coming over the middle. He didn't lead him. He didn't lead him. He not only did he not lead him, he threw it low. Yeah. Where Cobb had to go down and. There was absolutely no excuse for that throw. But, you know, Gary, we, we talked about this last week, too. We said, this is not the Aaron Rodgers that we're used to seeing. Exactly. He's missing passes. He's missing the, the long pass that he has made, you know, in years before. These slant patterns where guys are catching it in stride. Mm-hmm. He's not making those passes again. So, again, you throw up the question, is it him? Is it the receivers? Is it the patterns? Is it the protection? I'm not smart enough to have an answer for that. But the point is, he, he's just not the same quarterback. No, and again, I, I lost a little respect for him uh, the last three weeks. Simply because, like I said, if, if you're this big-time quarterback, which he is, mm-hmm. how do you not make those passes? Yeah. I mean, again, those things don't happen, and you just hope it wasn't with getting rid of McCarthy in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is the coup de grace. Like, yeah, I find that hard. But, but again, you've never seen him no. put your passes like that. Right. So there's yeah. got to be a reason for it. it. Either he wasn't handling the pressure, he didn't want McCarthy, but there was something going on right. at, at that particular point in those three games. And I don't think... Well, and those are no. decisive games. Yeah. yeah. So that all have been done set. I yes. guess the big question becomes... Who is going to be the coach of the 2019 Green Bay Packers? Mike Sherman's still out there. <laughs> so he started a campaign to bring back Mike. By the way, one of the nicest guys I've ever been around as far as head coach. Yeah. He was too nice. I mean, like, yeah. I remember when he was an assistant coach up in Green Bay. I, I was just walking through the locker room. He comes around the corner. Hey, how you doing? You yeah. know? And it was like, I didn't know him. He didn't know yeah. me. But it was like. Hey, you know what? The guy's human. He's actually nice. Right. A lot of these coaches are, are so into themselves. Right. Uh, same with Andy Reid. Andy Reid was that kind of guy, too. Like, yeah. You'd like to play for Andy Reid, you right. know, yeah. and do well. But um, the next head coach, I mean, I'll tell you where they shouldn't start. And, and I was disturbed when I heard this today, that Fitzgerald, the Northwestern coach, is being considered as a candidate. Oh. And, and the connection is that Mark Murphy, the Packers president was the athletic director at Northwestern hired him and he's a fine college coach and you hear about Davos Sweeney you hear about uh, the Oklahoma coach you hear about some other I'm surprised Nick Saban's name hasn't come up yet somewhere along the line Saban's name's going to come up Nick Saban has got it too good where he's at he's not going anywhere (laughs) he'd probably have to take a pay cut right (laughs) I would think so (laughs) you know but I will say this 
I would never, ever, under any circumstance, hire a college coach at this stage. Aaron Rodgers' window is three to five years. Yeah. And you better get a coach in there that's familiar with the NFL. You just can't roll the dice at this point. You know, yeah, if, I, if the I, Packers were in a rebuild situation with uh, instability at the quarterback. Or Rodgers had retired. Yeah, if Rodgers has retired. And, yeah. Yeah. But, but there's too much at stake now to to roll the dice on an unproven commodity. I think that's what leads me to think it's going to either be an established current Mm -hmm. NFL coach who leaves or is shown the door and ends up in Green Bay. A Jim Harbaugh. uh, uh, Or John John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Or it's going to be um, an up-and-coming offensive coordinator like an Eric Biemi or or, uh, McDaniel from... Josh McDaniels. Yeah. From New England. Personally, that would be my choice. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like him. Yeah. They point to his record, uh, you know. And in plus, Denver. he has he has been an NFL coach. Yes, he's got coaching experience, and they'll say, "Well, he failed in Denver." Well, Bill Belichick failed in Cleveland, and, yeah. and that turned out all right That's too. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, don't get caught up on what ha- what what has happened to these coaches in other places. Yeah. Uh, but I like McDaniel's a lot. I, I look at their offense. In fact, I've been watching New England somewhat seriously the last couple of weeks and is he is really creative I mean yeah. he's still got the basic structure of hey you need a run game yeah but he he's creative as heck I mean yeah. as, as you saw against the Packers right they came up with three or four trick plays yeah that's probably more than the Packers did you know the entire season that one of my right. few criticisms of McCarthy to your point I was watching the end of the Bears game yesterday mm-hmm. and was it Adam Gage their coach you know they score the touchdown. Yeah. To, they got to get the one point. Uh, was it? They got to. No, I take that back. They were down by seven. They had the ball in the one yard line. They had to get the touchdown. I saw to that. I you know saw they that. have a double reverse halfback pass. pass. Exactly. And I'm thinking to myself, exactly. This is a first year coach of the Bears. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of guy that the Packers have to find. Now it was like you're playing in your backyard or something. Exactly. You know? It's yeah. like. Yeah, you draw it up, you know, with the sticks and the in the mud. So another name I want to throw out there, and it's been thrown out by other people, but and it's not going to happen. But I think it's it's fun to ponder. Joe Lombardi, <laughs> coaching New Orleans, and he's been with New Orleans a long time. Yeah, he's highly respected. Yeah, the players love him. He is the quarterbacks coach for New Orleans and Drew Brees. Uh huh. I'm telling you, I, he wouldn't be first on my list, but he would be a serious candidate in my mind. Mm. In light of what, and, and again, it's all about Sean Payton. He's making the calls you know, right. down New Orleans, and, and, and they got a great quarterback in Breeze. But he comes from a great system that really, really knows how to spread the ball. Yeah. And uh, it'd be, I, I don't it'd know. be a great PR move for the. Ah, it would be awesome. Community. It would be, you know, and you know what? And, and I'm not the type of guy to get into PR moves. I, I mean, they're, yeah. they're useless. But in this case, I, w- I wouldn't buy into it. I would love that's, to see. Would that's that, a lot of pressure to put on him, though, to come in to take the Green Bay team. He seems like he's really even keeled, though. I, I, I saw him in, in a few interviews, and, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. It would be a pressure yeah. pack situation for him. But He'd lose the first game, and they'd be calling for his head. <laughs> <laughs> they'd want Bankston to replace him. <laughs> Is there a Bankston coaching out there somewhere? Yeah, or Dan Devine. <laughs> yeah, but... If you go from there, I mean, I look at the offense coordinators for the teams with the most potent offenses, Kansas City, yeah. the Rams. I mean, 
these guys get it. They, they're they're new wave coaches. Right. That they're, they're into the analytics, which in football is huge. I mean, it's yeah. it's very important. I'm, I'm surprised that um, you know Josh McDaniel has been the one guy of all the different articles I've read. Mm-hmm. He's near the top of the list, but the the other guy that seems to be really gaining some steam is the offensive coordinator with, with the Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy. Absolutely, you know it's yeah. really surprising. I haven't really heard much about him, mm-hmm. but you know he's obviously another guy. The other guy that I thought was really interesting that his name was thrown out there was Jim Harbaugh. No, both way. of the Harbaughs no, no are are you know are supposedly yes. you know candidates for the yeah, job. And it's yeah. like. I can't see either one. No of them. way. Yeah. Neither neither one. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're good. They're good coaches, but I don't think they'd be good. I don't fits. think they'd be good for Green Bay. Um, Let me throw out another scenario to you. Yeah. Uh, Joe well, Philbin. Joe Philbin goes four and zero as the interim head coach. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. No, I. I'll squelch that in my in my mind. Who knows? I heard he's a great guy. I've never talked to him, but all the reports are he's a great guy. And yeah, but. Joe Philbin was with this team all season, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of input into game planning. Yeah, and it didn't work. Yeah, and so I'm not sure. I, I think they need a fresh start. I, I think I would Aaron, Aaron Rodgers needs a fresh voice. Yeah, and somebody that I think Mike McCarthy challenged uh, Rodgers early in his career, but I don't think that was the case the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, that Rodgers like felt. He knew the system as well as anybody. And you know, the other thing I saw, Gary, the last two years is body language. Yes. Rogers' body language, the last couple of years versus his body language, say earlier in his career when he was a starter. The body language the last couple of years really, to me, reflected his frustration with the play calling and the offense as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that said volumes. And again, going back to your point before, his is not saying anything in support of McCarthy. Spoke volumes. Spoke volumes. His, <laughs> By not so speaking. His, his silent, you know, what's one thing about Rodgers, I think he's a very um, intelligent guy, well-spoken, mm-hmm. but I've, I've come to also realize that his silence says a lot also in what he doesn't say. And I think his body language, again, on the field relative to the play calling and maybe some of the lack of effort or performance by some of the younger players mm-hmm. and then again his silence to you know really supporting McCarthy as he's going through this well yeah. I think you know and, and again I, I'm totally in agreement <clears throat> with what you said but a lot of the blame for McCarthy's part departure to me is Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers would have played up to his level of capabilities yeah he had a lot of things going against him but the mm-hmm. bottom line is you're the highest paid player in the NFL yeah. you got to be a difference maker. Yeah. And when those three games, the last three weeks, were on the line, mm-hmm. he wasn't a difference maker. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's one thing you notice, too. In years past when the, when the Packers have lost, but Rodgers has played well, mm-hmm. we all kind of hang our hats and say, well, we lost, but, boy, did you see what Rodgers did? We're not saying that this year, you know, when they lose. Mm-hmm. We're not saying what a great game Aaron Rodgers had. Because no. No. there's a lot of those losses where – as I said last week, he's gotten quarterbacks in the, on the opposing team that have higher passer ratings than him in yeah. games that they've lost. And that goes back to my point about the secondary. Right. Exactly. Being, a, being a train wreck. Exactly. And, and there's nothing Mike McCarthy could have done about that. No. I mean, they, I thought the, the most interesting uh, comment made by anybody 
And I don't want to belabor the point or keep hammering Aaron Rodgers, but when Terry Bradshaw was asked about McCarthy's firing yeah. on Sunday afternoon, uh, Bradshaw said, well, you know it's Aaron Rodgers' birthday today. Yeah. I hope he's happy he got his coach fired or his yeah. coach is fired. Yeah. I'll tell you what, he knew something. Yeah, that's an interesting that, comment. I mean, he, 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 Terry Bradshaw, that was a calculated comment. Yeah. He, he throws some crazy stuff out there, but <laughs> I thought that was really interesting because if Terry Bradshaw would make that, you know, yeah. uh, kind of a comment, you, you knew they're, they're, I, where I there's mean, smoke, there's fire. There's the I'm old pretty same sure guys. that wasn't the only person that referenced McCarthy's firing and Roger's birthday yeah. on the same day. Yeah. So just maybe, the way he said it, though, publicly, he said, I, he said, I hope you're happy. Yeah. And I mean, that that's about as close yeah. to throwing a dagger as you can possibly. Well, and I think Bradshaw is also the one that said, I wouldn't I won't, wouldn't want to be that quarterback that's known for getting my coach fired. Yes. Yes. So and that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to be facing going forward. Yeah. And you just wonder how many coaches. It'll, want to walk into that situation knowing that Aaron Rodgers' ego is such that yeah. if he's not going to listen to Mike McCarthy, why would he listen to me, right. you know? It'll so. be interesting to see. I think Rodgers has a weekly press conference. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting when he does finally say something about what has transpired, um, what he's going to say. Yeah. And again, he's a very polished, calculated person. I'm sure he will... Yeah. You know, he'll take the company road, but... Um, well, it's a little too late for that. To me, he should have came out and supported McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I've just seen too many athletes over the years that uh, if they really believe in their coach, come out and support them. And I'm not saying, again, this is all Aaron Rodgers' uh, fault because there are several other Packers that no doubt. basically, you know, slithered into their holes. Your, and your boy, Clay Matthews. I, I didn't see what he said. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that he, he had a pretty, has had a pretty disappointing season. Yes. Had he had a better season, who knows? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Rodgers was... a couple was, of yeah. plays yeah. early in the season that, that might have cost them victories. But, right, right. So, Anyways, uh, we, we could spend another two, three hours talking about this I, Packers I, I situation. I can't stay but. for two hours. <laughs> it's not in your contract. I'd probably be hearing from your agent about this. <laughs> well, no, probably from my wife. She probably calls saying dinner's ready. Yeah, wife uh, slash agent. <laughs> so, anyways, hey, great, great stuff, Jerry. Uh, always a pleasure to. Uh, Thank you for inviting me. Hey, you always have an open invitation. You know? All right. I, I'm not going to fire you. You know, like with three games left on the podcast here. Oh, darn. podcast season. So you got uh, nobody to replace me. <laughs> yeah. Well, McCarthy might be available. There you go. There you <laughs> so go. anyways, well, good talking to you and uh, to all those people that uh, listen to this. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be talking to you again next time. Take care. For more sports news, check back every Tuesday for our latest show. You can also follow Gary on Twitter at GaryWoofle and WooflesPressBox.com.